0: Welcome to Marvel Vision, the podcast where we talk about all things Marvel. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we've got She-Hulk episode 8 on tap Woo. for you here, the penultimate episode in the first season of She-Hulk. Now we've talked um about every episode because we're mm-hmm. diligent journalists. Uh oh, let no don't one tell you J that
1: word That's, That's what we are true. journalists. No,
0: no we're not. Um, and I think uh, it's fair to say we have had mixed uh, takes. I think um, this Ribbit being and rip it, r- we've been ribbiting and rip it in this uh, entire series so far. Um, but this episode, I think, takes some um, leaps into sort of a whole new direction. Um, uh, we've, I think we've been critical about, uh, if I can just sum it up, um, uh, the comedy in this, and maybe we're a little sensitive to that as um, comedy people. Um, and some of the dialogue, some of the choices I've definitely uh, voiced, I want Jen to have more agency in the show. It feels like she's just sort of um, at the mercy of a lot of things coming at her. Um, and I think this episode definitely um, uh, puts a twist on that. Uh, Pete. What's your coming into this episode? Because you also you were very positive at first, and then sort of lost the thread a little bit.
1: Well, uh, first off, you know, I you guys are a little more analytical. Uh, I am like She Hulk, where I'm along this. I'm along for the ride of life, man. You know what I mean? I'm not in control. I don't think I am. I don't. Uh, You're not in control to be, of your life. Be, no, dude. I'm just trying to ride the waves. You know. So, wow. uh, you know, you got some. Great episodes. You got some episodes where you walk away, maybe scratching your head a little bit. But you're talking about is, your
0: your life still, right?
1: No, I'm talking great about episodes.
0: She-Haw. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant great episodes in your life.
1: Oh well, well that that too, I guess. But I think that this was uh, really a lot of fun, uh, and kind of back to writing uh, the ship as far as uh, uh, fun episodes and things that I, that I want to see. I, it's great to have a show where you know different people can show up and kind of. Some things and peace out. So, I uh, it's exciting,
0: yeah. Um, well, let's give a little bit of backstory here, a little bit of uh recap right. to see I mean, where if we're he, at he here. i to do that, sure. Uh, She Hulk has uh, well, Jen Walters is She Hulk, um, she right, is right. the uh cousin of Bruce Banner. The first two episodes she had some cousins, cousins, uh, they she had some conversations with Bruce about sort of the nature of being a Hulk, the nature of being a superhero. Which I think way heavily, I feel like really come to pass here in this episode. Uh, but she got once she became She-Hulk, she got hired uh, at this law firm. She's been handling superhero law. Uh, she was recently nominated for the Female Lawyer of the Year award, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. we get to see um, uh, the payoff of that at the end of the episode. Um the, the sort of head of her law firm is this guy that is very dismissive of her. Um, she's been uh, dating, dealing with a lot of uh, going out with different guys who are like fully awful, I think, across the board. We have oh, yeah. character Todd here who is obsessed with She-Hulk and um, has been trying to just be around her through the law firm a lot, uh, which we see paid off here a little bit um Nikki is her assistant, who's sort of always helping her, is a is a good best friend to her. We uh, she recently got a new superhero uniform made for her, a costume which um, we didn't get to see for a couple episodes. Didn't get to see sort of like uh, oddly. I felt like we it was established, I think, two episodes back.
1: Well, we can um, make
0: you wait it out a little bit. You know what I mean. Uh, yes, they definitely did that. Um, what else? Oh, Intelligentsia has been sort of emerging as the villain of this uh, first season. They're like a, um, sort of dark web, uh, group of like, you gotta be no. careful on that dark web, man. You gotta be careful. It's not, uh, it's not your, uh, America online, which is also, um, sort of, maybe that's where the dark web started. That's where uh, it all
1: started. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but so we have um, – so there uh, emerging as the villain, that the character Josh, who um, met uh, Jen at a wedding. He was revealed to secretly have been taping her um, uh, in their fake relationship, and then he straight up ghosted her. Uh, definitely a real heel turn at the end of last episode, and we see the fruits of that in this episode. Um, what else? Um, Hulk smash is a thing the Hulk says. So, mm-hmm. um, so when she Hulk says smash, that's uh, her catchphrase.
1: Nice. Well done. Right. On the recap, yeah. I mean, overall I would say if you meet somebody named Josh, you know, you got to be careful. Those uh, those Joshs are heartbreakers, you know? What I mean? Really? You what about
0: just... Josh Brolin?
1: Uh yeah, that's a uh, big check right there, bro. Thanos uh, can not trust Thanos. Thanos. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> wow. That mistrust extends all the way back to Brolin himself.
1: Uh well, any Josh that Brol I mean, Even in the Goonies, he was kind of a dick to his brothers. But, I mean, sure, at the end, he was kind of cool. You're down on
0: Brolin and Goonies? That's uh, a star turn. The way he goes off the edge of that road on the bike, he could have died. (laughs) <laughs> that bike is out of control because they made him hold on to the car We're in too deep on something that is uh, far different than she Let's get into the episode uh, We kick but, it off with some dudes stealing TV Trying to get to the bottom of which is best
1: um, mm-hmm. OLED or <laughs> QLED I think yeah, um, Classic scenario I mean this TV technology is tough to keep on track of You know what uh, I mean Every 100%. time you, you think you're going to buy the best TV As soon as you get it home there's a new one out that's already better, so it's, you know, it's frustrating.
0: So you really felt sympathy for these uh, thieves right out of the gate?
1: I kind of feel like after I bought a TV, I had the right to go back in and steal the new one after the amount of money that I spent. You know what I mean? Nice. Um,
0: so then you knew right away that Leapfrog was a villain because you were like, those guys are just trying to manage a horrible TV situation. That's right. That's right. Um, so we see the introduction of Leapfrog here. Uh, I guess you could call the sort of MCU take on Frogman, a uh, famous he- more hero really in the in the mm-hmm. comics universe, who is often just made fun of in the you know, Spider Man. Mainly around Spider Man is where you see Frogman. Um, How would you feel about Leapfrog here?
1: I think they did a great job of uh, making him super douchey. I think he used uh, you know it was a fun appearance, and then. Uh, made sense, why, you know, he needed legal representation, and the kind of twist and turns. As soon as you, you know, heard who made his suit, we knew we were in some trouble here. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that, you know, it was a fun kind of use of a... Um, Kind of douchey character that ends up, uh, kind of messing with her relationship with the uh, the stylist, the suit maker for the superheroes. Luke. Yeah, and uh, uh, I thought that kind of was a fun way to get She Hulk and uh, Daredevil in the same room.
0: Yeah, so we'll get there in a sec. But I, I agree. I like, I like Leapfrog. I think like. They do a good job of introducing him as just a, a goof. Like, we've seen like yeah. an idiot. We've seen a lot of characters like this that she's represented, amongst them Todd, um, who we see later in this episode. Oof, oh um, God, but Another I think name. It,
1: you can't trust a Todd.
0: Yeah, too many short names, I guess. You don't like four letter names. Ironically, your name is Pete. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really trust in the, in the the name in, in the um, bunch. Yeah, no, I've never heard of a bad Pete. That's right uh so leapfrog i feel like sort of maybe belies a lot of uh some commentary here underneath um these these men that we've met we've talked a little bit about how the men are so uh just like cutouts almost they're like they don't have a lot going on character wise and they just seem to have a lot of money agency and to do whatever they want and uh leading to sort of revealing they may be the underlying villains here across, just men in general, specifically men who um, are uh, toxic and have no sort of guardrails on their whatever. They they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and that's what uh, we have here with uh, LeapFrog.
1: I mean, it's a fun commentary on the whole kind of idea of the show, right? She-Hulk, right? It's kind of uh, a, a statement about it being a man's world in the – You know, amount of work that a woman has to do just to get the same recognition that a man does and it's been a fun theme throughout the uh, season and
0: I I think the the part that I've uh, maybe pulled away from this episode specifically is that these people seem, these men seem innocuous at first and sort of like ha ha look at these losers but underneath that there's like a real darkness Uh, we get that leapfrog you know we get that sort of in a more superhero context where he's just like a dumb hero who uh, is bad at it and then come to find out he's a villain with a lair who kidnaps someone and is like um, just a, a bad guy. So he's right. in a comic book sense a much larger villain than we thought when he's sort of putting himself out there as a hero. Then with intelligentsia and Josh and uh, potentially Todd, if uh, he ends up becoming part of this, these are characters that, yeah, I think so too. These are characters that come across as like, Oh, we're just being scamps. We're just guys who are just a little annoying and we're just spending our money how we want. And he goes too far and tries to hit on her, but like she just walks off. But underneath that is a real darkness Mm -hmm. and it's like sort of a festering uh, thing That has real um, implications and uh, and p- pushes Jen over the edge at the end of the episode. So yeah. I-, I thought that was smartly done. And getting back to the beginning Great. of the episode, um, the way the episode starts with uh, Leapfrog and then just jumps right into her. Uh, yep. it- Jump yeah. In. Jump, jump straight in. Um, her having the conversation at the law firm. Uh, I, I like the, the format of this episode is, is moving a little bit better. I feel like we've oh, talked yeah, a definitely. lot about how the structure of the show it can be a little bit all over the place and, um, made us want the show to watch more sitcoms um, going forward. And I feel like this episode is starting to move in that way, like moving a little quickly, like using – able to jump through different scenes and editing pretty well here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then I, we agree. Get... I
1: agree. The, the show – this episode moved really well. Uh, we got through a lot, which is great. I didn't feel like we sat on anything too long, although the – lawyering back and forth that happens in the law firm was just so fun banter that yeah, i really scene. enjoyed that yeah we've been and it teased. really kind of paid off on what she set up like lawyer show like this yeah. is the kind of like uh fun uh, lawyer stuff yeah i mean that was just such a joy to watch i could have uh, i could have watched that for a while well, so we
0: get the Daredevil um, reveal here uh, way earlier than I thought. I thought maybe this was going to be an end of episode situation. End of
1: episode, yeah, yeah.
0: But I loved it. I loved that we did get a courtroom scene, and honestly, I thought this is some of the best dialogue the show's done. It was really cooking, oh, um, God, yeah, between them. There's sort of an in an, Matt Murdock. They did a good job of not making him a 100% like, wow, Daredevil, he's a hero. And that sort of almost too altruistic Matt Murdock that you see in comics sometimes. And instead, he was like sort of a dick in a way that I thought was good.
1: Yeah, it was really fun to see kind of Daredevil not in his show. So it's like... Uh, he comes off as a little bit like he's lying, and the uh, you know the judge is like, "Yeah, we can all tell." You know, it was yes. just funny. Like he was using his superpowers to know that, but it was just such a kind of fun. Uh, a light to put him in. It was also very interesting to see him in the light of day. Like every time you see him in the show, it's always nighttime, His suit makes yeah. sense. But like you know, when it's full daylight, he looks kind of ridiculous. So it was uh, it was fun to see him a little bit out of his element. Um,
0: Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I agree. And I think that what this episode did, which I think is hard to do, is combined two very different uh, superhero tones. Uh, Specifically, you know, we we've seen a lot of Daredevil through the Netflix show. Oh, yeah. to, To have him introduced here, the tone is a little bit more brooding. Uh the, a little bit more like like you're saying, just from a uh like lighting standpoint or a color palette, like he's all in shadow, he's fighting, jumping, and kicking, and she is literally just like smashing stuff, and to jump <laughs> forward to when they um go to the uh the, pad. Um, lily pad lily pad um like you see a great like a great daredevil fight sequence sort of breaking out and like Mm -hmm. i the way that they film these and the the daredevil's movements i think this is something i don't know how much people have talked about this but like they're all really exaggerated and very comic booky like when he hits somebody he Mm -hmm. fully extends his arm up and then fully brings it all the way down and it's just so good it just works so visually and really paints the picture So we get like, he takes out like four or five goons And I'm using the right word when I say goons there Nice, nice Uh, Uh, I
1: just, uh, we're kind of skipping over a couple things I just want to make sure uh, Well, we're
0: going to come back But I just wanted to, uh, to my point about comparing tones here And in the middle of that fight, She-Hulk just drops it from the ceiling It's like, She-Hulk smash And like, mm -hmm. I was like, yes, this is is exactly what I want in a crossover Where we're blending the two tones in a fun way
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed uh, but yeah, let's take it back a little bit. Like the whole uh kind of his entrance was fantastic. Of course, he does the whole bit about he being blind, you know, uh, playing that off really well. And then their initial like, who's this douchebag? Like, you know, the fact that they don't like each other in the beginning and then like the fact that they kind of are moved by each other and then also the the bar scene later which i was super i was worried that that's all we were going to get yeah was that scene because it was really great in the lawyers uh uh courtroom or in the in the yeah the courthouse i guess but like uh the stuff we got at the bar was just hysterical apple teeny joke was fun <laughs> you know and then kind of daredevil kind of selling her on what he does right like When the law fails, that's when you can, you know, like just this whole, like, this is how I live. Like, you know, come and uh, check, uh, try doing it this way, which I was like, you know, it really hit her right. And she was just like, oh, wow, that's an interesting kind of philosophy and idea. So that was cool. It kind of opened her up to other ways that she could kind of be going about being was which was an interesting idea.
0: Well, and a couple things about that that I think um, play into some of the larger MCU stuff. Um, We get the line in the courtroom scene, the Sokovia Accords have been repealed, which is all about superhero identity. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, so he says, yeah, he says to her, like you're saying, like, you know, go out there, do your law stuff, do good and then do better when you're a superhero on the the outside. And that works for him well. But it's because his identity is kept secret. Um, And she her identity is not. She's literally always. When she's a lawyer, she is most often as She Hulk. So yeah. I think that does hit her in a way, but she can't do that. She can't, she, she literally can't be a superhero and a lawyer because you are breaking the law um, a lot of times when you're being a superhero. So I thought it was interesting that his advice is wrong and then she takes it. Um And that combined with the, her, the attack by Intelligentsia really gets her. And so I think that the, another theme that they're playing with in this episode and in the season, and I think it's a smart one, is just identity and how careful you have to be with what you reveal to people. And
1: yeah, over the exactly. course of the
0: season, She-Hulk has been pretty open. She, You see her make that switch where she's Jen on the dating app. And she's like, you know what? I'm She-Hulk on the dating app. And she opens herself up and uh, because of the nature of these like – Villains of uh, the villainous men, both just everyday villains and not the larger super villains were meeting uh, that 's where it comes to this horrible culmination for her at the um,
1: legal the, the female law firm uh, lawyer ceremony. I also like the introduction of this idea. I mean as a comic book fan, you know this whole secret identity thing is something that gets explored a lot so Uh, kind of bringing it up in this courtroom thing and how dangerous it is. And like, um, I, I thought that was a cool idea because it's something that, you know, she's been dealing with identity, but with a secret identity, you know, that can also help separate, you know, kind of who you are from what you do. And then, you know, it's also this idea of, Being a superhero And being a Hulk And the responsibility of that That she is also something So it was like A really cool way To kind of introduce these ideas Um, And And, I think well represented it In Daredevil
0: Yeah uh, I think I agree Um, And sort of I think the the metaphor of him being blind, the like the blindness of, of justice and into that, like if you conceal yourself from the world, then you can, can protect yourself a little bit. But you shouldn't have to do that. I think that may be a larger point we get to, especially in this last episode, like she should be able to be who she wants to be, but instead she gets attacked for it. Um, and I, I think we we talked a lot over the course of this um the season that like what is the sort of twist on the hulk powers that we're going to get um and i talked about how maybe just a split in identity of her being like she hulk is where um she she loses herself in the in the she hulk persona because everyone that becomes the popular girl as she said sort of in the i think last episode um she's the sort of uh find the uber form of everything that she could be and she's losing jen and then the way this episode ends i feel like It's not that. It's just she's pushed to the point where she becomes the Ragefield
1: Hulk. Um, Yeah. Which which I thought was interesting. Something the original Hulk was kind of talking about at the beginning of her training. You know what I mean? Of like becoming somebody else, letting the Hulk take over. Because it really felt like the anger got the best of her at the end of the episode. And she's worse off for it. You know? This thing of like...
0: I, I agree with you. Like in the beginning, the show was sort of like, I deal with uh, controlling my my feelings. I'm a woman. Like that's yep. what I do, and so like I can easily transform into and out of the Hulk. And mm-hmm. I thought that meant we were going to get a real twist on the powers. Instead, it really is just like, oh, if you push me far enough, I will just become a rage filled Hulk as well. Yeah, a rage filled um, uh, Hulk. And I, I do think that says something. I'm just, uh, I just didn't expect it. To be that that was the message, Um, but I guess I mean that's something we'll find out in the next episode. But jumping back into the episode, they're in the bar. Matt being very cavalier about his daredevil powers,
1: yeah, (laughs) and then also like his fun line of like, "Oh, do I have pants on?" That's that's just fun. That's just fun for everybody.
0: That's great, great line for any of us to use um, (laughs) in our lives. Um, He takes a call at one point here. Mm -hmm. Do you Mm -hmm. think that was Foggy? famously his sort of sidekick?
1: Well, I think it was something – I think it was uh, Jacob, the suit maker, calling for help maybe, you know. Luke. Luke, sorry. Uh, uh, Luke Jacobson, I believe is his name. Now, yeah.
0: do, what, did That's you what want that to be foggy?
1: Oh, I would have film? loved some – I mean, come on. Matt, I miss you. Why are you so far away?
0: (laughs) And Uh, I guess the question I have is, would you consider Foggy a goon or a henchman?
1: How dare you? He's his best friend.
0: All right. Is he someone who is just doing it for the money or is he a true believer? Oh, my God. Is that what I'm saying? Like, that's the real split we have here in goon versus henchman. And Foggy is either a goon or
1: a henchman. He's not fall into any of those categories, motherfucker. He's in his own category. Friend. He's the keeper of the daredevil's secret. He helps in ways you can't even imagine.
0: Sort of a sidekick. Oh my like like god, go Robin. Sort of like a Batman to Robin situation. Oh my god, a boy wonder is what you're saying. I, I would say a fog. Equal. The uh, fog equal. wonder. You would say equal.
1: Yeah, I would say equal.
0: So if yeah. Disney Plus was releasing a series called Foggy that was like 18 episodes, you'd be like,
1: Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that I would. D- yeah, I would. Because they're equals. Yeah, I'd probably just, uh, you know, enjoy the shit out of every single one of those episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely you and everyone else. Yeah, um, agreed. So anyways, we're in the bar, um, and they kind of, uh, you know, the chemistry starts flying. She kind of turns to the camera and is like, "Yo, I'm into this, and... Yeah, yeah, it was a funny. She's like, it's not just me, right? This is crazy, and uh, yeah, I got to agree. It was fun to kind of see, but I was also a little bit like, hey, what about Paige? You know, like uh, Daredevil, you kind of had a little thing going, Karen Page a while. Yeah, yeah, like uh, what are we doing here? But um, you know, I don't know what the status of that relationship yep. is. That's a, that's what adult,
0: that, so. Karen was his Netflix girlfriend. And like, so I think they sort of, they just broke up from a corporate sense. Uh, oh, but wow. you've had, uh, surely you've had a, like a, a Netflix girlfriend, like someone that you <laughs> dated under one corporate structure. And when you were moved to another corporate structure,
1: it got to not work up. like that. I'm, you know, if I'm in a relationship, I'm in the relationship. You know what I mean? I don't have caveats to cheat on another person.
0: So your Netflix girlfriend, even if you're over on Disney Plus, you're like, can I, have okay, it's my Netflix girlfriend. She's here too. Uh, no because he 's got different he 's got different clothes he left his Netflix outfit
1: he Netflix. did We got the yellow a little bit, you know a little nod uh to Daredevil yellow here, which was nice um
0: but yeah, so there is a lot of chemistry here right out of the gate like yeah. and um but between the actors I thought was. Uh, Really cool. Like I, they work together really well. I don't know if this relationship will be a continuing thing in the the MCU, but um, I've definitely liked it here. The dialogue was a little. I was like, okay, decent, but uh, like it it did feel a little bit. uh, I just wanted them to just smolder a little bit more, and they were Mm. doing a lot of like uh, quippy um, sort of stuff that I.
1: Yeah, but once they started teaming up together and fighting crime together, then it was bananas. Yeah, I mean, her heart was a flutter. Her
0: heart was a flutter. Um, so, right, uh, moving, so moving moving forward yeah. from there, she gets a call from a text from Todd the Dick, mm-hmm. and she has to go meet him. He's like, "This is a twenty four hour law firm." I was like, "I don't know if that would get me." He then we get this scene where he's bragging about uh, buying the oh, Wakandan spear. He does the Wakanda, thing. Yeah, does the Wakanda forever a, thing, oh, and I'll tell you was, what,
1: I felt awful. That, that was
0: uncomfortable for Jen. It was also uncomfortable for me. And yeah. let me also say, yeah. I think it was uncomfortable for the guy playing Todd to do as well. <laughs> when he yeah. did with kind of like mm-hmm. forever, I was like, I bet he that didn't hurt. want to do that. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> hurt. I bet they that did hurt. a couple of takes, and he was like, I don't know, guys, but it.
1: So it was, it was a. But it was funny, it, and it was it was poignant. successful, and oh, what yeah, it was doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just um, hurt because I felt I saw myself in that moment, and I was like, oh my god, I hope I'm not that bad. I don't. I, I don't know if I've seen you do Wakanda Forever.
0: I don't know if I've seen you spend well, a million.
1: No. Well, first off, you gotta have that kind of money. But no, I just meant like you know uh, appropriation and you know all that kind of, of stuff. Course. But uh and when I say Wakanda Forever, I say Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Uh, from Ends the trailer. Kidding. Yeah. But uh, it was very, uh, very poignant, very well done. Uh, also, super proud of. You know, just the fact, I love the fact of like, as soon as he started being douchey, off the table. It was like, I'm out of here. Uh, which yeah. was great. And then we got to the, um, when we got to the lily pad, which, which was such a funny bit
0: where well, he was we, like, okay.
1: It was just like this fun bit of like, I'm at the lily pad and she's like, well, where the heck is that? And then they cut to this giant neon. It was such a fun comedy bit that was, I think, executed really well. Like it wasn't too much set up. Like they, the delivery was great. It was such it, a fun reveal. I that was, was fun. And
0: it was a very comic booky. The reveal of the lily pad yeah. neon sign in the yeah. building was like straight yeah. out of a, like a panel of a comic book. So definitely like yeah. that. Um and uh, before we got there, though, we got the fight on in the parking garage. And mm-hmm. um, I two, two things that were a little strange – or one that was strange here is we don't get a real reveal of She-Hulk's outfit. She's just wearing it, which I Weird. thought was a little strange. I thought we were – it was so built up and then she's just like – she's just sort of running past wearing the clothes. Uh, but that's fine. Um, and then we get uh, good use of the Daredevil music, I thought, mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the line, ketchup and mustard as your color scheme. Uh, it was also fun that she just doesn't know who Daredevil is.
1: But it's also a callback to the Ben Affleck movie where he, uh, Foggy and uh, Ben Affleck do a little kind of ketchup, mustard, honey kind of mix up. And uh, Foggy accidentally puts mustard into his uh, coffee. I think that I'm, movie's been stricken
0: that? from the record, from our brains. Oh, well, okay. That movie was deleted fair. from our cultural consciousness.
1: Okay, okay. That's fair.
0: Like a crisis on infinite earths, except specifically just to, d- to delete the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie from. Do
1: you well, think I that mean, is a w- worth a rewatch? Is that movie, does that movie stand up? I doubt it does. Um, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, um, It was the first kind of Daredevil movie, so I really watched, overwatched it, you know. Yeah, Um, but I'd be curious, maybe that's something.
0: Of course, you're a main man. Um, I think with Daredevil now, sort of in uh, back in business, maybe we should do a rewatch of the uh, the original Daredevil movie and really just like wallow in it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's just sit in it for a while. We'll see if people in the comments want that or not. We'll see. see Maybe
0: just like a, a. Sort of a director's commentary style. We play the movie and talk about it. No pauses. No
1: pauses. No pauses.
0: No pauses. Is that a rule in your house? Um, so uh, we get our goons versus henchmen conversation. This oh. is fun dialogue. Again, the chemistry is just popping here. Um, but and I also,
1: thought- the them fighting first. And then kind of talking about it later and being like, why would you just immediately attack me? She brings up, oh, I'm sorry. I thought the guy dressed as a devil would be the bad, it's bad guy. guy. Great. Yeah, a, that's a, a fun. That's just a, that's just a great moment. You know? A lot um, of fun stuff.
0: Like, and I, I like that um, it wasn't like, oh, daredevil. Like, I like that she didn't know who he was. And yeah. it makes sense. It's like, oh, you're a New York superhero? I don't know. I'm in L.A.
1: We're sort of doing yeah. our own thing over here. Um, Plus, she's kind of new to the game. So it's not like she's like, oh, I'm going to be a superhero. I better read. Search all the heroes, you know what
0: I mean. But I feel like Pete, you live if you lived in the MCU, you'd probably be reading about superheroes. It'd be news if like a superhero showed up to right now. It'd be like oh, I'll know about it, no matter where I live.
1: Yeah, you would think so.
0: Yeah, but maybe she's busy. She's not reading the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so we get the the fight we talked about with sort of the Daredevil style fight meets the She Hulk fight, smashing. Um, we get into the. um the headquarters that Lilypad, very Foot Clan headquarters yeah, from the original yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, a lot of video games to play, which uh, She Hulk, um, Hulk smashes. Frogger and and Leapfrog, not happy about it. Uh, the, um, I also love the joke about the math, um,
1: her, him saying, oh, yeah. like, I'm going to. Half an hour. Yeah. 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 She's like, that is not straight. how that math works. <laughs> yeah. Very was fun. fun Called back twice. It was still fun both times. Yeah. I also uh, like how the henchmen are all or excuse me goons were all discussing uh, their like uh, names and stuff and they were all frog related. Fun. Very fun. Very yeah. fun.
0: I mean you don't want to be called any frog related nickname. Not going to be good. Like like a foggy sort of uh, Matt's tadpole, you could say. And that's the only time I would ever use that. Uh, otherwise I think that's I wish insulting. You that's the only yeah. way it makes it's, sense otherwise insulting. deeply insulting to anyone else but Foggy Nelson. Oh my uh God. The um, it's
1: his actual name uh, you shouldn't.
0: Foggy? Am I revealing his secret identity as a medium lawyer, a mediocre uh, lawyer? You don't, a lawyer you don't know
1: if he's medium.
0: I mean, I've seen him. I've seen his work. <laughs> You're you get committed, you get uh, convicted of a crime, or you get sort of uh, accused of a crime. You're going to get Foggy as your lawyer. Yep. You have the option between Matt and Foggy as your lawyer. You choose Foggy all day. Wow, that's not accurate. Because he'll think show that's... up
1: on time, you know what I mean? He's going to put in the work. He's not just going to rely on his superpowers to tell when somebody's lying, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> so you want someone who's less powered, who shows
0: up yep. on time, but is a little yep. bit worse at it. Great. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I hope I'm the plaintiff in this um, situation uh, because yeah, I'll I definitely win my I mean. case. Matt Murdock, you don't know the word plaintiff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you should watch uh, any episode of Law & Order, which I, they cover a I lot f- of
1: that stuff. I refuse to. There's too many actors I know in those shows. Oh, Pulls nice. me out yeah. every time.
0: You've seen a lot of corpses, friends, actor friends yeah. in New York playing corpses. I love yeah. seeing that. I love that. Uh, I loved in the fight they against uh, the... Uh, goons, we get a lot of the legal advice bit while they're fighting, I thought it was really well done. Again, sort of the more crackling dialogue of this uh, that I thought was great. Um, she makes up with Luke, the clothing designer, uh, their relationship. Yeah, I was I, very
1: happy about that because I was a little worried about uh, that about relationship. So Yeah. And it was fun how she called out like, all right, I'm happy we're back to strained uh, relationship. So that was fun.
0: Uh, the way that he's like, I hate you now and all that. I, the their interactions I was not a fan of throughout this episode and that character. Well, you didn't
1: like when he talked to the dress and ripped it up. I thought that was that hilarious. was fine,
0: but he he's just like a, like a caricature rather than a character, and I just would like a little bit more of like reality spun on him. I, I don't um, think you've... so that. I,
1: you don't know the stress of the uh, fashion world and what he's going through and uh, the fact that he has visions. And That's uh, true. Uh, I forgot about your grace. appearance
0: on Project Runway where you really uh, explored the fashion world.
1: Yeah. So You made it pretty far in
0: that season, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty far.
0: Nice. You used yeah. so many things from the L'Oreal uh, Wall or whatever. I haven't watched that show in too long. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't remember the refs. So they... Um, uh, she makes up with Luke. They um, have a nice little scene on the lily pad sign. And then... Yeah, again,
1: classic kind of fun superhero scene. They're on the roof with the neon behind them. I mean, that's, that's as romantic as uh, comic movies get there.
0: And I like that they go home, uh, back to Jen's place, uh, hook up the great shot of all the superhero clothes and, and their feet. Mm-hmm. The only thing... the only I have one complaint here. The music... When we're coming up on that scene, telegraphed exactly what was going to happen, and I was well, like,
1: "I mean, it was all. We all knew what was happening. It just kind of confirmed it all. Well, and but then, the music,
0: the music started when they're still on the roof, and I was like, do 'Don't give me like if you're like get that music out of there. I want to not know if they're going you know, oh, to they, oh, will they. I want will want they. Won't
1: More you want a little bit more? Will they play won't the game? Yeah, let me on, see it that. It was on, man. It was it was on. Let me
0: see that Sam and Diane uh, from Cheers. Let me see that no, moonlighting. No. Let me bring that. I want that
1: heat." No, dude. No, this is uh, it's not that kind of show, you know But I mean? it's it's, it's rare in a su-
0: in superhero shows, uh, I mean, especially in, in any MCU thing, where we get an actual chemistry and actual like uh, a sexual sexual tension here. I was like, let milk this. Don't just tell me that they're on their way to a hookup because the music's playing. Like it was on, you don't like bro, sexual right? tension, and it was on. But I wanted to feel. I'm going to ride along with them than being like, oh, they're playing like the hookup music from the minute. What no, if you walked into You, you walk comedy, into a bar. You walk into a bar and meet someone, and there's already hookup music playing. Like you're, you're like, oh well, I guess I, we're hooking up.
1: It takes yeah, away all the thrill. No man, no. It's nice to know. It's
0: nice. To You'd know. like to hook up music playing when you meet the person that you're going to hook up with. For the very first time, I think that's distracting.
1: <laughs> I, I love a social cue. You know what I mean? A social cue. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm,
0: are you saying the person's playing it on like a boombox on their shoulder? Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. You hey,
0: Pete. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that yeah. would be cool if we all mm-hmm. had sat, we we're all soundtracking ourselves. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. this guy's yeah. interesting. Boom, bang, bang, boom, boom.
1: Great idea. It takes all the guesswork out. Anyways, I really thought the kind of yeah 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 great you know hook up fun shot of the feet and all that kind of stuff. Don't but just yeah comedy, yeah yeah that that was nice. It was nice. It was very nice for both of them, and she confirmed it the next morning. Um, and but the kind of shot of him walking away in the daylight was just absolutely hysterical and really funny. And then we also got it in the post credits in a nice moment too. So it was um, it was. I thought it was really fun. And then, you know, she's kind of like, you're still here? Oh, that's weird, you know.
0: Well, so, like, I agree. The walk of shame was funny. Uh, I feel Don't like say the walk of re-
1: shame, dude. That, it should be the walk of triumph. You know what I mean? Like, let's not shame sure. somebody for, you uh,
0: know. I, I'm not, sh- I'm just saying the walk of shame is what that's, no, yeah, I, I disagree I, with I,
1: it. I, I just okay. disagree with it.
0: The walk of triumph, There's I'm no willing to change it. It was, it was triumphant. I love it. no yeah. boots, because here I not want to put those boots back on. It takes oh. too long. Yeah. He didn't seem yeah, to have man. socks, also, which I thought was strange. Because if Daredevil's fighting crime with no socks, those boots stink. And if that's something we know about him, then we know that about him. Because yeah, he has exactly. heightened hearing, he doesn't have heightened smelling. And if he had heightened smelling, he'd be putting socks on. I would yeah. say. Um, just a little note. Maybe Foggy could handle his socks. Uh, your so dad is father, shelling
1: a little bit too much. They <laughs> to <be> no socks. <laughs> I think hey, Foggy should. Where are you going? You, you better put some <laughs> socks on.
0: I do that every single day. I bet. Uh, I think Foggy should be butlering a little bit for Daredevil and getting his socks ready and putting them on. him. maybe put, he puts on his socks for him and sends him out the door He's to go fight some crime.
1: not a butler. Okay.
0: Uh, what's the difference? Uh, so oh then we get to this point where um, it's a real fourth wall break. Weird that you guys are still here. Yeah, And I liked, I actually thought the asides and the fourth wall breaking in this episode w- worked the sort of yeah. one quick one-liners where we're not calling out so much of the action. It's just a little bit of extra commentary. Great. Yeah. This mm-hmm. felt to me, it took me way out of it. And I was, I was a little bit bummed about it because it felt like almost like a network note or like a writer was coming and being like, Hey, we didn't quite structure this. Right. So we're just going to tack on this set piece. And then she literally says, we're going to tack on this set piece to set up the last episode. I was like, oh, man, that that just – and I know it is literally calling out something, taking you out of the narrative on purpose. But right. I, I think it, it sort to me, it harmed the whole operation here. Um, what did you think of that?
1: Well, I thought it was just like – I thought it was an in-the-moment kind of like acknowledgement of, hey, this is weird. Um, you know, you're still here. It seems like the end of an episode, and I was like, "Yeah, it does." Uh, and uh, you know, she was like, "You know, get ready. We're getting ready for a big turn." So I was like, "Okay, I appreciate the heads up of like what's going to happen." Then the fridging joke, you know. So I I wasn't as well, pulled out as you were.
0: Let me say because another way to do that is like she she because she's very happy
1: with her. Uh, you're gonna uh, you're gonna time rewrite this right here. I'm gonna sit sit just here just very remotes. quickly. Oh wait! I gotta
0: sit here <laughs> yeah, and listen. To this? Yeah. yeah, I'm breaking your fourth wall and good time Great. by saying this. Great.
1: But like you know, if I was a writer on the show because I work in television, uh, this is how I would have wrote it.
0: I don't sound like that, but if I were a writer on the show because I work in television, <laughs> here's how I would have written it. Uh, he, to you call me out, I call I call me out too. Uh, right. She she sits up in bed. She's smiling. She sits up suddenly. The gala. Nikki fades in. Uh, Nikki leans in, the gala. And then, like, then all of a sudden uh, all of her friends and family who are at the gala lean in and say, the gala. And then we're there. Like a fun – it's a little bit meta. That is fun. And it's fast and it gets there and it doesn't feel so Um, cally-outy. You should be a
1: writer for television. That's fun. My man over here.
0: Um, But to your point, we do get this line – Uh, Where she's sort of calling out All the fan speculation about the villain here Another Mm -hmm. Hulk but this one is red Or um, am I getting Fridge
1: That was a nice Um, nod to the comics I was like ooh Red Hulk reference it
0: was a It was a good line, and I think the the fridged reference um also like helps set up a little bit of what we're getting at here. uh fridging in uh, comics is when a female character is killed off to support the a male character's narrative basically right. uh, in gruesome fashion um carelessly um, famous in uh, the green Lantern series um, so that line there is a little bit uh, i think sets up what's what we get in this final scene. The only thing is she's the main character. So, like, Mm -hmm. uh, you can't – if she's the main character, you can't fridge her. So, like, the way that she – that's the thing.
1: Maybe it's the death of her – Something else. You know well, and
0: I think there is, like, a, a loss of her life here. They, the intelligentsia is trying to do that with what they do here. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were in the gala. Um, we get this, like, misogynistic opening of the speech, um, all this yeah, sort of pageant. Well, as, and that's
1: what set it up with the Female of the Year Lawyer yeah, Award. Female so Lawyer was, of the Year. Yeah, yeah. So it's already kind of like a thing. And then right from the start, they hit it hard, which I, you know, lean into it, right? This whole thing of, like... The they are beautiful, and they're lawyers, and yeah. so also it was a fun reveal that like <laughs> they're not going to just give this award to one person. Right, they're just going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full Here's pageantry. all the females that we work with. Yeah, we're not horrible. Yeah, yeah, fun, fun.
0: And we we get Mallory Book here, um, which I I do like her presence. I'm still curious what her the the use the point of her in this season is. She has come out and sort of is a little bit of like just a a very firm, uh, like straight laced lawyer. But I I don't know where that ends up, where she needs to be here. She was kind
1: of the voice of reason in her speech. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I
0: like that call up but I, I, that's something that I think Jen could have easily done. And I don't know why we don't, I feel like we want those big statements like that in the mouth of our hero. Like Mm -hmm. having her say that would be awesome. Um, But Uh, But Mallory Book is there and maybe we'll find out a little bit more about what she's in this in this show for in the last episode coming up. Um, And just to wrap it up while Jen's talking, uh, the sex tape comes out on the monitors behind her and all of her dating stuff just true exposed uh, she's truly exposed here in front of everyone she cares about and the world at large I And mean, she, her
1: parents are there watching her sex tape that's you know that's awkward that's cousin larry you know, that's not cousin it's larry not, is there
0: imagine being exposed to cousin larry pete <laughs> you would hate that specifically oh, that's a nightmare yeah. for you oh yeah uh, but yeah it, it's her her family and it's uh no good um she smashes the TV monitors fully hulks out and the episode ends in like a shot that I I liked. I thought it worked really well. She's looking at camera and it's not like the, we've gotten a lot of like winks and nods throughout this whole, and you know, we've people have different takes on whether this sort of turning to camera, uh, flea bag or third, fourth wall breaking stuff works. And I, like I just said, it didn't work. I think when they set up this gala scene, but here I thought it really did. And it's a testament to, um, uh, Tatiana Maslany's acting that I feel like she really sold it here mm-hmm. with like just you see all of the sort of like confusion, uh, loss, anger, sadness, all in this one look. Yeah. And uh that's powerful, powerful. That's poignant. That feels like the emotionality. That was a great
1: ending for the episode, right there. Yeah, because they were like, "Why are we?" You know. So I felt like they really nailed that ending. And the emotionality is something that I've been
0: wanting more of. like I said earlier, it feels like Jen and She Hulk are just along for the ride on these things. Like the wedding episode, um, where she was just like at the mercy of these awful. People and she's just like, yeah, okay, well, that's what it's like
1: it. when you go to a wedding, you're in somebody else's world. Do you know what I mean? And, 100%. You know, people are gonna have comments like, oh, they're gonna do this. Do you know what I mean?
0: 100%. But like, it just felt like she's just at the mercy of everyone else. And what well, we don't get the emotional side, we don't know how she feels about it. It's just, she keeps going along with it. And here we I think in that final moment, we f- do get the emotionality of how it feels where she has been just again, taken advantage of and just swept up in someone else's like horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time she's the target because of intelligentsia. Um, so all in all this, uh, I think, as an episode was, was my favorite and actually paid off on so many things that I've been asking for.
1: Also, it was a fun moment when they were like, who is She Hulk? And she was like, "It's it's me. I don't have a secret identity." That was a fun little kind of callback to the whole thing. again about
0: yeah the identity stuff we talked about, um, uh, what anger does to people, what being feeling exposed is like, um, and all of this. I mean, we're obviously um, men here talking. Like, uh, I I feel like as a as a woman, I think that that stuff rings even truer and resonates even harder. Um, so great episode, I thought. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh but let's talk about our uh, vision board. We've got the final episode coming. Um uh, next week, episode 9. What do you think? Uh the show is teasing us about a Red Hulk uh and I so I don't think no, we're going to get that no. or or maybe she was setting it up. We don't know. Um there's been a lot of speculation about the leader maybe being a villain here. Uh we have – what else is on the table? The Wrecking Crew could be coming back. Uh, we have the Abomination. Who... I think
1: it's the, the Wakanda Forever guy is the villain.
0: I agree with you. I think Todd is definitely uh, a part of this. But I we're going to get some sort of nod to the larger MCU, I think. That's what these shows do is they bring us one little like – the connection point um, And that, what do you think Any any vision board Guesses Or what else Do you want to see In this final episode
1: Well I'm excited For the final episode I'm also uh, I don't feel like We're going to get More Daredevil Which kind of stinks um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see moving forward if there is another season. Hopefully we do get more of that because that was so much fun. Um, but, yeah, I feel like what's going to be good about this last episode is we're really going to get the supervillain reveal. We're going to get the kind of like um, uh, kind of what her co- main conflict is going to be. Well, and- her blood
0: is sort of been teased as like, I think we're going to she's going to fight some sort of Hulk. Whether it's, uh, as we talked about in previous episode, a bunch of clones of her, uh, which I think would be cool, or another you say person that is Hulk. a of clones, do you
1: think it'll be a Voltron situation where they like, form like, a, a giant Hulk or something? Like a giant, like, meaty Hulk? Yeah, I don't mean? know why you've got to say meaty, but yeah, all
0: right. Uh, well, Voltron's made out of metal. Uh, if you're just saying it's a bunch of bodies stacked up,
1: that's meaty. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I, I just... Uh, very unappetizing the way you said that
0: Well, uh, yeah, I mean it's a villain uh, It right. is unappetizing so what, what is your I think uh, I think Todd is going to be um, A big part of uh, the Villain here, um, but I think we're going to get Someone like the leader or someone else The abomination is maybe behind this I'm a little suspicious of What uh, he's been doing um, We see him, we've seen him Throughout the series, so it makes sense That he would come back, I think uh so I do think we're gonna get that. On the Daredevil front, uh this episode made me excited for the upcoming Daredevil show that they are it's a ways off, but um that's gonna be cool. And uh uh ribbit and rip it.
1: <laughs> Definitely definitely.
0: Definitely ribbon and rip it. Uh, folks, come back uh, next week as we bring you our final, our take on the yeah, final maybe episode. maybe Alex will be back. Maybe Alex will be back. Um, he, I'm sure, has some takes on this episode that we did not cover that he's listening to this and just crumbling a paper in rage in his own <laughs> Hulk situation. Um, but please uh, check out our many other podcasts. We do a live show on um, the internet every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern called Comic Book Club. Come check that out. Uh, we have podcasts coming out all around uh the, tomorrow i believe we have a werewolf by night podcast that you're going to get to check out, fun. which will be fun very excited to see that uh, marvel special and yeah. uh in the meantime uh have fun rib it and rip it if you're feeling it and uh make the choice whether you want to be a henchman or a goon in your
1: life yeah and uh walk in triumph walk
0: <laughs> Go do your walk of triumph in last night's superhero clothes and wear some socks, for
1: God's sakes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dad.